do I feel good today? What's up, everybody? Welcome into your sports and sports betting show of record, brand of record. We call it Driving the Line. We're here every single weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I am your conductor. I am the coach. And I'm just trying to keep this train on said track. Now, we've got a lot to get to today in all of the different sports. But before we look forward, as always, we must look back and a technically profitable day, a little five and four, me and Howie Schwab, each two and one. Jacob, he will answer those questions coming up in a little bit. But Jacob will be in the chat. You have any questions for him? Uh, ask him in real time. But Howie continues his hot streak here on driving the line. Now, without further ado, because we do have so much to get to, and a shout out to a lot of special people out there watching today, and you know who you are. We love that you're here with us today. Let's bring in the stars of the show. You know them, you love them, and you know it's a Thursday, so I've got my five-tool player, A.B., is here. My man, Howie Schwab, is here. And Howie, before I even get started, I must apologize, because yesterday I said you had a loser in tennis. And you said, uh-uh-uh, no, I did not. I had the wrong matchup. You continue your tennis hot streak. Good morning, sir. Good morning. We're ready. Let's rock. But, yeah, I had the Medvedev-Hercash match over 40 and a half, not the Zverev match. And uh, I know the Zverev match ended just before the show. Yeah. So I think you looked at that. Uh, no, I, I have not lost at the Australian Open yet which I'm shocked at, and I'm coming up with one more pick. I'm going to really test myself on this one. We'll get there. Today's going to be popping. We're going to be moving. Thanks, now, A.B., A.B., you look great this morning. You look fresh this morning, and I know the crew is also fresh. What is our crew's uh, play of the day going to be? Absolutely. Conductor, let's get this thing going. All right, so the first one, Joel Embiid, over 36 and a half points. He just scored 7,000. Two nights ago, actually, it was 70. But it's going to be the most faded or followed <laughs> bet of the day today. So is the crew going to play over on his points? Warriors plus two and a half against the Kings. Oregon minus eight and a half. And the late night tip. Shout out to 3-6 Mafia there. Arizona, Oregon State over 149 and a half. So your options are in the chat. Now with the poll, vote what you like. We will update it at the end of the show. You're damn right. Right before that closing bell. Also, I need you to hit that like button for me. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, I need you to do that as well. You guys know how fast this can grow, but we need you to do that. What's (laughs) I see. I see. Like I see how. See how he's got a lot of energy this morning. That usually translates to W's. By the way, uh, AP in the chat says, "Hey, coach, is there a driving the line website?" I'm glad you asked. We are working on it right now. It'll be up and running by the end of February. It takes time, but you guys have had great patience. But it takes time. Now, speaking of time, the time ran out in Ann Arbor. And AB, I'm starting with you because last night, according to Adam Schefter and others, uh, Jim Harbaugh is leaving the national champion Michigan Wolverines, and he's heading to. The old San Diego Chargers, the new L.A. Chargers, a five-year deal. He is 60 years old, so he's got five to ten years left. And everybody knew that this was coming, but now it changes everything because we're all about futures. This is also a betting show. When you heard this, did it surprise you at all? It did not surprise me that Jim Harbaugh went to the Chargers. Didn't surprise me that he left Michigan. All right, the, the, the situation up there, you had too many teams involved telling the conference, look, You're going to have to do something. And the fact that he won the championship, it all made sense. Now, what I will say, looking at the future, is this. 
I've seen Jim Harbaugh at Stanford, the 49ers, Michigan, really anywhere, do the exact same thing over and over and over. He builds the exact same team, tough nose, run the football, good quarterback, hard defense playing. I have no doubt he's going to do the same thing with the L.A. Chargers. I'm not saying they're taking over the AFC West immediately. However, if I'm the Raiders or, you know, like if I'm the Raiders or Broncos, I don't like that one. If I'm the Chiefs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons that he did this. I think that um, being suspended for several games, and by the way, Sharon Moore, who took over for him, Howie, at Michigan during the suspension, I think it had a lot to do with it. I think the NCAA is getting ready to crack down on Michigan. But I also think that he has unfinished business in the NFL. In your mind, when we look at this and Jim Harbaugh coming to the Chargers, does it excite you? Does it affect you at all? It excites me a little bit because now you have a, a team that had a lot of guys out this year. And when they come back, all of a sudden, they're going to be a different team. Okay. Between quarterback, running back, wide receiver, uh, to get all those guys back. And now I have Hal Arbor running the show. And we know he's been to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, this guy's ready. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And as far as Michigan goes, no surprise. And I think Moore will be the next head coach. You're right. A.B., go. Yeah, real quick, uh, in regards to Michigan and punishment, I guarantee you that Jim Harbaugh made this simple to help Michigan in regards to this and tell the mm. NCAA, say, look, I'll leave. Put the blame on me. Hit me with a show cause. Do what you need to do. Don't punish these kids. And remember, there's a precedent that has been set. You can't punish kids future coming into Michigan that had nothing to do with this situation whatsoever. Tennessee's AD played that two years ago, and it was intelligent to do it. So there will be a little bit of punishment for Michigan, but not much. This is why you make that move and you don't make a fuss about it. You just go and say, put the show cause punishment on me. Don't blame the kids. That's a great, way, great, great point. Yes. You mentioned it. The other teams in the division have to be shaken up by this. I mean, you have Antonio Pierce against Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> By the way, real quick, Michigan, their odds to win it all next year was plus 900. It's now plus 900. It didn't move the needle at all. All right, moving on. You know if you're brand new to this brand that we do a little discussion at the top. We're always going to have our picks at the bottom because we understand that maybe you don't have time to be here for 30 minutes on a particular morning. Maybe you don't have time to get in and you're dropping it out. We respect that, so we want to take care of everybody. There you see it right there, all of our picks along the bottom. Now, these are two very special weeks, gentlemen. And Championship Week and Super Bowl, the two weeks leading up, you get prop bets a lot earlier than you normally would. Normally it's a Friday, but they're already out. So we thought today we want to beat the lines a little bit because how many times do we make a prop a, B, and we say on Friday, oh, it's uh, Travis Kelsey over 61. And by Sunday, it's at 68, and we're like, man, I wish I would have played that. Well, we're on Thursday today, and these props are already out. So we wanted to tackle some props that the three of us really like early, and then we'll see on Sunday where they sit at and who got in and who got out. So, A, B, let me start with you because – I love, I just, I love how you bet the NFL. I absolutely do. But give me your, let's let's go with the the first one first. The the 49ers, Ravens, and all four. How'd you get to that? Absolutely. So I think that the 49ers are gonna win this game. 
I think the Ravens will win this game. I don't want to play anything with the spreads on either. So I'm just going to take a both money line and all four teams to score 10 plus points plus 160 at bet MGM, a phenomenal way to play these games. And look, if you don't like the 49ers, you want to put in the lions, you'll get way more juice in doing that. If you want to play the chiefs way more juice doing that. So you can mix and match bet. MGM has all options there. Yeah. 49ers Ravens and all four to score 10 plus points. There you go. I love that start. Now, Howie, let me come over to you. Let's focus on your two quarterback props first. Your Jared Goff and your Patrick Mahomes. Why did you pick these two out? Jared Goff, I picked that way because I think he's going to be throwing a lot because I think they're going to be behind. I think the Niners are going to take the lead, and then they're going to have to throw the ball to catch up. I think Jared Goff's going to have a huge day in terms of passing yards, more than Purdy, more than Mahomes. Uh, and more than Lamar Jackson, so I'm going that way. The Mahomes one, wait one second, please. What? Tiny Troy just told me that Mahomes has learned the defense. Tiny, Tiny Troy taught him about it, and he knows defense. So that's that's a good reason to go with that, right? No, Mahomes is very simple. A lot of times they'll have uh, Kelty and Rice go down the field, and all of a sudden you have a situation where the field opens up, and whoever's shadowing them, if they get burned, boom, he can make a 20-yard run. Uh, so I think they'll have a couple of those situations. So I think over 26 and a half yards, he'll be like Josh Allen in a way. But uh, I like Mahomes on that one. God, I love having you on this show so much. I love having you on this brand so much. You have no idea how much joy you bring to me, as does Rebecca. Shout out to Rebecca. Just getting in the house a little bit late today, but that's okay. Where is she at? Where is she? There she is. Late to the party, but good morning to everybody. Rebecca, good morning right back to you. Mark, also, good morning, fam. Sorry, I am late. Now, Patrick Mahomes, he's... We saw last week. I love that rushing yards, and obviously I'm taking Lamar Jackson as well, over 64 and a half rushing yards. He went for 100 last week, and what we saw last week, even with Brock Purdy, but all three, Allen, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, the teams that played well at times, they got off and running. It's about all hands on deck. Normally in a, a regular season, maybe you don't play this, but in the playoffs, it was very clear to me that Baltimore said, Lamar, you're going to run the ball. Lamar, when you drop back, if you don't see something, take off. I love this number. High for a quarterback, but not high for Lamar Jackson. All right, let me come back to you, A.B., because you've got oh, three other juicy, nice plays. Talk to me. Yes, sir. So we have the Chiefs-Ravens same-game parlay. Now, it is plus 140. Understand, we, had, we left the minus 140 down here on the both teams to score just in case you want to play something just by itself. But I'm going to put these two together. All right? The Chiefs and the Ravens both score 13 points or more. And Justin Tucker over one and a half field goals. Howie nailed it on Justin Tucker last week. I think that it is going to be a monster Justin Tucker game when you look at the Ravens and the Chiefs. Because if you're Baltimore, the best defense you have against the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes is your own offense and keeping them off the field, doing everything you can for long possessions, drive down the field, and get in field goal position. And every single three-pointer matters. And we'll get to that in the NBA later tonight. But they matter in the NFL, too. And John Harbaugh is not a dumb man. So, Tucker over one and a half field goals. 
Both teams have scored 13 plus points. Put those two together at BetMGM. That is plus 140. I love those SGPs at BetMGM. They're right there at the top. You go into the NFL game, they're right there, and they create them for you. Now, Howie, I want to focus specifically this question on your Chiefs plus three and a half because everything that AB said when you're talking field goals, then that brings the three number into play a lot. This guy's gone from two and a half all the way up to three and a half, and you're on the Chiefs' side. Tell me why. Well, first of all, I'm very happy that I've gotten past the field goal, okay? If I was getting two and a half, a field goal beats me. Now where I am, the field goal, I still win. So I'm happy with that. But as far as the Chiefs go, you know, I'm starting to buy into this Kelsey and Swift thing that maybe this is meant to be that she's at the Super Bowl. And maybe it's meant to be that this is a story, a love story, a Super Bowl ring, a wedding ring. I don't know. I mean, it's Kansas City finds ways to win. Last week, Buffalo should have won that game. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, Josh Allen couldn't throw the ball in the end zone. And the field goal, my God, Bass is going to have a hell of a summer. But bottom line, I think I'm going to go out on a limb and take the Chiefs. I'm staying away from the number on the Lions and the Niners because that could really be a blowout, or yep. the Niners could be right there. So yep. um, I'm happy to stay away from that. I like it a lot. I, obviously, I'm a Chiefs fan, and uh, Big Cheesy says, oh, weird, all of Coach's picks are leaning towards the Chiefs. Really? Lamar Jackson over 64 and a half rushing yards? That's leaning towards the Chiefs? Come on, Big Cheesy, you're better than that. You are better. Oh. He says, I like coaches Lamar Jackson's over. Oh, oh, I love you, Big Cheesy. I absolutely love you. Now, my two big plays, my two big plays, and A.B., I'll come to you right now. Travis Kelsey, over 61 and a half receiving yards. Last week, he went for 75. You know my philosophy. Big-time players show up in big-time games. I love this number. Then yesterday, B, and I want you to hit on it again for those people who are not here, I listened to you. And I said, you know what? I've got to get this in right now at minus 105 before it hits 21 or 21 and a half. Am I a smart with that team total player? You're brilliant with that team total and getting it under 21. Great move on that. And also, I didn't know if Howie did it on purpose or not, but he just named like three different Taylor Swift actual songs <laughs> in that breakdown. Really? My man, well done, sir. <laughs> I wonder, I never thought that me and Howie Schwab, all these years later, after our time at the Worldwide Leader, we'd be discussing Taylor Swift in our breakdowns of football games. That's where I guess well, the Ravens are just the young and the swiftless. Oh, well, that's okay. Yesterday, I wanted, when Jacob was on, say, Bolton, you like Bolton? I like Michael Bolton, but that's okay. <laughs> I played against him real quick. I played against him in a celebrity softball game years ago. It was SummerSlam weekend in North Carolina. Oh, Guess wow. who? I played left field. Michael Bolton used to pay all these like A-league softball players to travel around and just crush everybody because his ego was so big. Guess who my left center fielder was on our celebrity team against Michael Bolton's in North Carolina? Hey, Howie, you're going to love this one. <clears throat> None other than Coach K. Oh, Mike Krzyzewski. And, and he's I, in great shape, so. He was in great shape. Char- Charlie Steiner was my right center fielder. Oh, and I boy. played left center at that big stadium down there with the big blue monster in oh, whatever wow. town it is. Oh, God. 
talking to Coach K was like talking to an encyclopedia. He was so, so gracious and so nice. And I know hey, you. Coach, met- yeah, we're just having some fun out here. Yep. <laughs> I love it. All right, we got two more plays that we've got to get to. So, Howie, let me come back to you because Pacheco hit his number last week. And Mark Andrews is a guy that when he's healthy, boy, is he a big-time uh, weapon for Lamar Jackson. Talk to me on those two. Well, first of all, with Mark Andrews, Jackson loves him, but you're basically looking for two or three catches. That's it for 35 and a half. I mean, I think that's easy to me. I mean, as long as he's not uh, injured in a game, but Pacheco is becoming a star. Pacheco was over last week. He's got to run the ball well against the Ravens. Not going to be easy against that defense, but he'll find a way. Uh, I think that they will give him about 15 to 20 carries, and he will get there. So I went on a limb on those. I'm having fun. I love that you're having fun. That's what this is all about. And everybody in the universe that is, you know, kind of joining us for the first time, this is day number nine for us, the relaunch, the rebrand. This is all about having fun, and it's all about you, except for Zach. See, I love Zach before he says, don't the worst players stay in left field? Clearly, you do not know, Zach. It's right field. Right field. It's right field, not left field. Somebody let Zach know. Stop it. Just write stop it, Zach, in the chat. All right, now. We'll get to our other picks soon, but the NFL is king. And, guys, I was thinking last night, and I had this, and I wanted to get your guys' take on this because there are four different quarterbacks that are at four different times in their careers. And just asking this question, the average sports fan would say, Coach, this is a dumb question because you could never say Patrick Mahomes. But I would say that we could. The four quarterbacks, I want to know, A.B., from you first. Which one, in your mind, needs to win the most? This weekend. That question is fantastic because I believe that the answer is Lamar Jackson based off of his talent level and where he wants to be in regards to the greats. I'm also going to say Brock Purdy, buddy, because the 49ers are expected to win and be there. And uh, he might be the most replaceable out of the other three guys. So Lamar Jackson for legacy. Brock Purdy for his future. I like both of those answers. I, I, I've been watching a lot of, I watch, you know, I sit in this office all day long. This is my life. Driving the line is my life, as you guys know, because you get my texts all day long. And I listen to all of these freaking shows, and none of them, none of them, Howie, give Brock Purdy any love, despite the fact that he's led this team to two different NFC championships. So when I ask you the question, which one needs this win the most? What's your answer? I understand why people would draw out Brock Purdy. And he does not get as much respect as he deserves. I mean, he's a winner, period. But to me, the answer is Lamar Jackson. I agree with A.B. totally. Remember where this season started for Lamar Jackson, where everyone was worried about the money, everyone's worried about what his mm-hmm. future is. Now Lamar Jackson can get him to the Super Bowl. And actually, they're favored to get to the Super Bowl. So the expectation is yes. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson is the big face of Baltimore, obviously. And this is his chance to get to the Super Bowl. I like that answer. And there's good. A.B., go. 
No, I was going to say, I was just going to be like, just kind of a smart ass and say Patrick Mahomes. Like, I just don't believe in this kid yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually my answer. And people are going to laugh at me and they're going to say, you're a homer. But here's why. My entire career, to me, the reason I love sports, since I was seven years old, wanting to do this for a living is because of the greatness of players. And for 20 years, all we heard was there'll never be a Tom Brady. There'll never be another guy that wins seven Super Bowls. There'll never be until we talk about Patrick Mahomes. So I look at it. I heard the word legacy from AB. I agree. The legacy of Patrick Mahomes is still being written. He's got two Super Bowl titles. But can he get to seven? I don't know. But when you get to the AFC Championship game every single year, you're giving yourself a chance. So for me, if we're talking about the all-time great or greats, and to get there, you got to win games like these. You got to go on the road, get these done, which is something he's never done before until last week. So his record is sterling, but he's got to get it done on the road and then win the Super Bowl to add to his legacy to be the best of all time. That's why my answer is Patrick Mahomes. You are watching Driving the Line. We're here every single weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. We break down every single sport on the planet Tomorrow, we introduce a brand new capper. We also introduce a brand new segment called One Big Fight with the Grish, the new voice of boxing at DAZN. He'll be calling the Anthony Joshua Francis Naganu fight in just a few weeks. He is part of the crew. He will be here on Fridays to break down a fight that weekend. We'll give you the odds and tell you what you could bet and what you can't bet. But that's a new segment we'll do on Fridays called One Big Fight with the Grish. I encourage you to hit that like button. It helps us grow. I'm going to give the guys a little bit of a break and bring in our resident heater at times. My man, Jacob. And Jacob, you're now on the national level. And you come, you're all clean every day now. You got the hair going. But now it's a little bit different than doing your own little podcast. So when you run into one or two losing days, you got to come out like a rabid dog, but it happens because we're here every single day. So when I look at my notes and I see what you have for us today, I kind of like it. You're keeping it simple. Two big plays. Good morning. What do we got? Hey coach. So I am back uh, with uh, my first play is going to be on the Tampa Bay lightning minus one and a half versus Arizona Tampa Bay currently on a 15, five and three straight up run, including six and one, their last seven overall. That's the left season goal for them. He is on an eight and three run at home, including four and one the last five. And Arizona is off a back to back versus Florida, which they got smoked in last night. So it's a good spot for Arizona to take the minus one and a half because they're playing better at home. My second game is going to be on the Dallas Stars versus the Ducks. Uh, the Ducks, pretty poor playing right now, uh, scoring less than three goals per game, taking on a Dallas team who is 28, 13, and six, currently sitting fourth place in the West. Uh, Dallas on a 10-0 home run, uh, their last 10 games versus Anaheim. So uh, Dallas taking on a poor Ducks team, 3-7, and seven, their last 10. I'm all over Dallas, minus 1.5 here. So those are going to be my two plays for tonight. We have a full soccer card coming up for the weekend. Uh, but, yep, that's it for me today. All right, you can follow my man. You see his uh, X handle right below if you're looking for soccer picks. As he said, he has a bunch of free picks there you can also go to his website now, he's really good at a lot of sports for us he does the nhl and soccer real quick as we educate and entertain when we lay that goal and a half it's a great way to bring the number down what's the biggest thing you worry about when you need a 10 uh, need a team excuse me to win by two 
uh, when it gets to the end of the game, if you're up by one uh, and you know, you're hoping for that empty netter, sometimes you can get killed by that. But uh, you know, that's usually what I'm looking for, but I think we see pretty solid blowouts for both of these teams tonight. Great offensive teams against poor road teams. Hmm. Tom says, are we getting Jacob's gym today? That would be interesting. Also, Jacob, uh, Big Cheesy says short and sweet today. Skunky says, I miss hearing coach yell, Jacob, Jacob, get on with it. I mean, I can <laughs> yell at you if, if you want me to, but you listen, you listen. And that's how we get better together. Well done today, sir. Well done. Now, are you going to hop back in the chat for me? Yep, absolutely. That's my man, Jacob. He's in the chat. Any questions for him? Hockey, soccer, hell, football too. He will answer them in real time. We love Jacob here on Driving the Line. As I mentioned, we're going to be introducing all kinds of new cappers tomorrow and also all next week. You're going to see new faces right here on the show. You let us know who you like, and we'll keep them coming back. But the two faces you're always going to see with me every single week, we'll bring them back right now. My man, A.B., and my man, Howie. Now, A.B., let's come over to you first because I just want to focus on your college pick first before we get to the NBA because you're putting together and I love how we do this because sometimes in college you got big favorites and you're like I can't lay 12 or 13 but you can do what you can put these teams together in a parlay and take Oregon Gonzaga and Western Kentucky beautiful Bowling Green Kentucky there all three on the money line plus 105 look it is difficult in college basketball tonight, there are not a lot of great options. A ton of large favorites that, quite frankly, look, I, I, I kind of dig Oregon, but eight and a half could be a lot. Uh, there's no way I'm playing Arizona minus 18 and a half. There's just so many points in college basketball, right? So I just want to put some of these teams together and just roll Oregon, Gonzaga, Western Kentucky, all three just to win plus 105. I like that a lot. AB, we've got to address something in the chat real quick, though. Yeah. Because the one thing we will never do here at Driving the Line is hide <clears throat> anything from you. Ever, yeah. ever, 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 ever. Uh, Abby Laker says, did I miss something with Phil? Is he gone? Is he gone, AB? Phil is not gone. However, Phil is working on something right now at a... Uh, let's just say the highest level in a sport. And... Uh, we're all rooting and pulling for our man. So everybody wish our man good luck. All right. Phil is our guy forever. And uh, yeah, prayers up because he could have some huge news coming soon. Let's certainly hope so. Because here on the show, we have the best of the best. And he will always have an open seat right here at Driving the Line. But when you do what we do, sometimes plans change. And we will support him no matter what. But. There's nothing wrong, nothing negative, nothing at all. No, nothing. nothing wrong, nothing wrong at all. And let me say this, everyone in the chat, you might have the opportunity, uh, let's just say next fall, to be pulling for our guy, and we're all going to be doing it together. So, yeah, Phil is always our man, 100%. That's right. That's right. Uh, Tom says, Tom gets it. He goes, Phil getting back into coaching. In the league, smart, he never gave out official gambling picks. Tom, we're not stupid. We're not stupid. You know what I mean? All right, Howie, let me come over to you because your expertise is college basketball. There's nobody that's been to more games that knows more about it. And we're getting into the last third of the season. 
Today you have one pick, but also I would love for you to quickly tell the audience, because I know you're looking at all these teams, teams that are hot we lean into, but there's teams that are disappointing as well. What have you found? Very disappointing, but let's first start with the game today. SMU, North Texas. North Texas was a great team last year, but so many of their kids transferred, their coach left. SMU is 13-5, and five, hits eight three-pointers a game, very dangerous team. When I first made the pick, it was SMU plus one and a half. Now it's SMU minus one and a half. So I guess people agree with me. Uh, as far as the disappointments, I have a list of four teams, very disappointing. Let's start off with Arkansas. Blown out last night, my only loss. They're 10 and nine. This is a team picked 14th in the AP preseason poll. A lot of expectations. They're usually a team that makes the tournament. Not going to happen this year. They've lost five games in the SEC already. Their five losses combined total is, uh, well, I'll do it this way. Uh, 36, 13, 28. Can't even read my own handwriting. Uh, all double figures, let's put it that way. They got blown out of three of them. Screw it. Uh, Eric Musselman, very disappointing team. Then you have USC, uh, a team that's below 500. That was expecting a good year because of Bronny mm -hmm. James coming in. They've had injuries, Collier, uh, etc. Uh, uh, Boogie uh, Ellis. USC should be a winning team. They've lost to uh, Long Beach State. Uh, they've lost a few games. Hard to believe. UCLA lost to Cal State Northridge. Lost at home to Cal and Stanford. Uh, very surprising. Below 500. And then there's Michigan. They're in last in the Big Ten right now. You don't expect that from John Howard's team. But there you go. Four teams to keep an eye on. I will not use Arkansas again this year no matter what. Very disappointing. They got destroyed have. last night. It was 12-2 at the start of the game, and I knew I was dead. I take notes. I have my paper. I have my pen. And you should have been listening to Howie right now. Arkansas, USC, UCLA, and Michigan. Teams to potentially fade as we're moving into March Madness. Knowledge is power. It's not just about today. It could be about the next several weeks. Howie, thank you very much. Now, I'm quickly going to do my two. Yesterday, I had kind of a, a very sweaty win at the Farmers Insurance. And it's two courses, so all the tee times are basically – in like a 90-minute window. So you don't have all day to get them, but they do tee off in like the next hour, hour and a half. So this one, a little bit juicy. But as we always say, the juice sometimes, it can be worth the squeeze. Xander has been playing great. Yesterday, he played the south course. He shot a minus three. The best score on the south course was a minus five. All of the top players outside of Horgard shot on the north course, or played on the north course, excuse me. So today, it's Xander and Jason Day over on the north course. And last week, Xander shot a minus 27, a T3 in the desert. So you put him on a course that is still kind of wet, that he can go flag hunting the way he's hitting the ball, I'll lay the 55 cents and take my shot. Then in the NBA, speaking of shot, they haven't missed any. 76ers, minus five and a half. They have won six games in a row. The Pacers, they've lost three straight. Halliburton, if you're not paying attention, you need to. They're not the same without him. He is a dynamic all-star out with a hamstring. I think coming off that 70-point performance that Embiid will keep it rolling, you know that was one of the Cruz picks, potentially 36 and a half. 
Ow! But I like the Sixers to go on the road, lay that five and a half, and I feel really good at minus 105. Coach, you like Min Lee to bounce back with the putter today? I absolutely do. This guy has been on fire. He won at the end of the year, and yesterday did not play that well. But here's why. If you're not hitting the fairway, the rough is like this long. It's absolutely crazy. He has a brand-new driver in the bag. I think he gets it right today. I like Minwoo Lee if you have him in any of your matchups. All right, A.B., let me come over to you. I love me some A.B. 3 today. A.B. 3 from 3. We're going. Let me give a little more about from downtown. That was horrible, but this play is not going to be horrible. We're going to take Jokic over half a three, so essentially hit one three-pointer. Steph Curry and De'Aaron Fox playing against each other. We're going to take Steph. We're dropping that down from four and a half threes to two and a half threes. And De'Aaron Fox, same deal, two and a half threes. Put those three together. That is plus 230. Mm. I tell you what, I like all three of those for three different reasons. Jokic always seems to hit one. He like hits one every single game. Steph Curry, that Warriors team, AB, they're motivated now after that tragedy in Utah last week where they had to cancel a couple of games. And De'Aaron Fox, this guy's just amazing. I love De'Aaron Fox. I really, really do. He's very due. He is very, very due from three. No doubt about it. Uh, real quick, because A.B. mentioned it, Howie, that there's not a lot of good college basketball games to pick from. And when I used to do Sports Center, I always wondered, because the Pac-12, which is you know going to be no more, but they always do that Thursday, Saturday, so the teams can stay in the area and they put the schedule together like that. In your mind, is there a difference from playing Wednesday, Saturday, or Thursday, Saturday from a handicapping perspective? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the extra day off does matter. Uh, the less time you have to recuperate, uh, heal up from injuries, uh, getting ready for another team, uh, doing the scouting, uh, I think one day does make a difference. And it does end up being a situation where you can gain an advantage on this in terms mm -hmm. of betting. Listen to that. Because all those little details matter. As we grow here on Driving the Line, we are trying to educate you as well. AB, currently on our YouTube page, we've got a video up there that you did yesterday that I absolutely love. Can you fill me in, please? Absolutely. It is something every sports better should know and keep with them. And it is essentially the percentages of margin of victory in the NFL since 2015, every single game, and you see your key numbers there, 3, 7, 6, 14, 10. For example, you see that uh, since 2015, 14.4% of all NFL games have come within three points exactly. So it shows the risk that you add when you are playing, say, a minus 2.5 as opposed to a minus 3.5. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Yep. The difference between minus six and a half and minus seven and a half, 9.9% .9 of all games ended exactly at seven points. So when you are playing seven and a half, you are adding 9.9% .9 of risk every single time you do it. It would be like choosing between two restaurants and one of those options, you have a 10% greater chance of getting food poisoning every single time that you go. Yeah, think about it like that, right? So when Howie spoke earlier about getting the Chiefs at plus three and a half, massive difference than three and two and a half. So absolutely. I asked this question. Oh, Howie, you look like you're getting ready to say something. 
Uh, I actually was. I didn't want to cut you off. But no, please. Last night, a perfect example is the Maryland-NC State game. Yeah. I'm watching the game dying because Maryland blows a big lead. And I'm lucky I got to overtime. But the line was five and a half. It came down to the end of the game where the kid Murray hit a bunch of free throws and that got us over by a little, but it got us over. That's the bottom line. If you got the five and a half, uh, some places might have had it a little different. So shopping does matter. And you know what? Our fans are pretty smart out there. The comment that was made earlier about a gentleman possibly going back to coaching, that tells me how smart these guys are and gals. And we love our audience. We love our fans. Thank you. You're damn right. We love the universe. And speaking of smart, Capper Taylor knows exactly where I was going. He says, Coach, getting ready to say, do you want to do the work? I didn't think so. Capper, that's exactly where I was going. You know me. You know our catchphrases. And speaking of catchphrases, one week from today, A.B., it's ready to go. It is ready to go. The launch of our Driving the Line merch store. Nobody's standing in our way anymore from driving it down. I can't wait. I cannot wait for our first featured merch item of the week. I can't wait for all the merch drops. I can't wait for all the personalities. I can't wait for the AB3 t-shirt. I just cannot wait. I also cannot wait to find out what the crew decided today would be their pick. Where are we going? The crew is not afraid of anything, and that's why I love them. And it is an overwhelming choice of Joel Embiid. Over 36 and a half points tonight. I'm with it. I'm betting it as soon as we get off this show. I'm riding with you every single time. So let's get it. Joel Embiid over 36 and a half points. And thank you, universe. Thank you, crew, because that plays right into my pick of the Sixers minus five and a half. What a really good show today. What a really good show today. So I want you guys to go out to the world and pay it forward. But as we always do, Every single show, we cannot say goodbye without the closing bell. A.B., what do we got? What we have, and I'm glad that we spoke about it in regards to quarterbacks this weekend in the NFL, is this really is legacy time. So I want everyone to think about, because we always play quarterback rushing attempts on this show. So think about it overnight, and let's discuss tomorrow. Two options. Patrick Mahomes, over four and a half rush attempts or Lamar Jackson over 10 and a half rush attempts. Don't have to answer now, but think about it, and we're going to bring this conversation and talk about it tomorrow of which one makes the most sense. I absolutely love it. I really, really do. How are you going to be with us tomorrow from dialysis? You're going to be there in the chat tomorrow, yes? I'm going to try to. <laughs> I, I love, love you, you so much. The I work love- ethic is unbelievable. Like, it really is. I it know. Really is. It's it's phenomenal. Because I'm up at 3 in the morning reading things. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, the Australian Open's been fun, though. I tell you, I, I got to tell you this. And I don't, I don't want to put Howie on blast. I don't want to put AB on blast. But these two guys, the amount of work they're putting in for you guys at home and the seriousness that they take, the entertainment value and what we're doing, it's literally causing us all to have a nervous breakdown because we are literally a year ahead of where we thought we would be because of these two men right here. So thank you from me. 
and we're just getting started. Just getting started. You but saw man, mine yesterday. Like, no, no, no. Like, totally. Yeah, man. Like, okay, we all want to do a good job for you guys. So, yeah. Yeah. We're going to have those days. It, it, it happens. By the way, uh, AB, we got to take care of Bitsy. Coach, if you don't ship to Australia, I'll unfollow this channel. We don't want that. We don't want that. We got to figure out our international sending. Howie would fly to Australia just for you. Uh, I, I forgot to mention my, my Australian Open pick. Oh, my. See? See how no, next I have not missed I I'm shocked that I've not missed a pick yet on the Australian Open. 11-0 or something like that, right? Whatever I am. I, Whatever you are. I've just been very lucky. Uh, I've been very happy with this going on the overs and these matches going five sets and ending at five, six in the morning Eastern time. It's fine. Uh, this time I'm going out on a real limb. I'm taking Sinner to upset Djokovic. I love Djokovic. I'm a big fan of his. But this time he went four hours in his first match. He went a long way in his second match, like three hours. I think he's going to be worn out. And he's in, he could get injured, could be tired. And Sinner has his number a couple of times at the end of last year, including head-to-head in a, in a tournament. Uh, I really think this is the time for Sinner to go ahead and win his first Grand Slam. I love yeah. it. I love Beat him it. In the oh, center. I, oh, yeah. Oh, undefeated. Undefeated is how we have the Australian Open. I, you're damn right. By the way. And we're getting to it, but Goats, where is he? Goats headful. He goes, Coach, let's get the crew signups going. We're only like a week, 10 days away from that, too. We told you all the time. We got a very special club. And if you want to be a part of the crew, you know what you're going to have to do. But we've got so much extra content, AB, don't we? Shoot your shot. We have series. We're going to have watch parties. Everything in that club, if you're a member of the crew, yes? Correct, sir. My man. I tell How you what. Hits, huh? Okay. Yeah. 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 See? As long as it's not cotton schwabs, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I think that's a great way to end the show. Give me my one shot. You guys know how much we love doing this every single day. We love starting your day off in a positive fashion. We love to educate. We love to entertain. We believe that knowledge is power. If you can't come here for the whole show, that's okay. The picks are always scrolling for you. Every single second of the show. The production crew that we have behind the scenes, second to none, love them as well. So with all that being said, you got all the picks, you got all the energy, you have all the positivity. But you also know this. There's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. Buddy's ready to go out. And you've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets, even the middle of the night Australian Open undefeated tickets, straight to the pay window. For my entire group, Lobo, the legend Howie Schwab, my five-tool player, A.B., my man Jacob, and our production team behind the scenes, always doing the work. We grind for you every single second of the day so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about right here at Driving the Line. Good luck.